What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle. Well, there's a big creek right there. <laughs> Home of our little tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. The August 30th edition. I didn't have to look down that time. And it's also episode 241. What is up? It is... This this year has disappeared. We are, we are now entering later this week after tomorrow I guess into the ninth month of this year I I'm, I'm assuming this is more endemic of our, our, our being parents time is both fleeting and endless uh, it, it feels like it's been forever since Tiger was born but also it feels like a blink of our eyes and many parents have told me this is this is what it's going to be like for the rest of our lives <laughs> we're my boss asked me, what did you do this weekend? And I was like, I felt like we did multiple things, but I couldn't tell you when they happened. We, we took Ty to go see my mom and, and hang out with, with, with my mom and, and also my brother who showed up later. And uh, I was like, I couldn't remember if that happened on Saturday or Sunday. I, I, I sat there uh, like, at my boss's office, I'm like, I don't know when it happened. I know it happened. It was fun. We had some food. Uh, um, my tiger got to play with his grandma, and, and he had a lot of fun causing chaos in, in her house. But I don't remember if it was yesterday or the day before. I couldn't tell you which day it was. It, it, it was Saturday, but <laughs> it, it, it took so much brain power. Uh, this is a funny thought I had maybe half an hour ago as I was, I was searching my, my, my son's bed for his pacifier. I was like, oh, these aches and pains. And this is why men have searched the world for the fountain of youth. I mean, I know I'm not old. I'm not. I'm uh, as if you saw the, the picture I posted on Instagram and on Facebook, I got the, the, the gray hairs rocking on the sides. And I, I uh, literally minutes after I posted that photo, I was shaving everything off last night. Uh, I was like, I gotta do this. It's it's, just, it's 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 gone too long. I look like a, I look like a bald wizard. <laughs> I look like a wizard who's missing his hat <laughs> with my beard. Uh, I, I, all I was short was a couple of wizard sleeves and, and, and a big uh, Gandalf hat. Uh, that's all that I was was missing. It was just, I looked like a crazy old wizard. I had been I had been quite lazy. Well, busy slash lazy. It's it's both. It's when, when you're a parent, it's both. You're 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 simultaneous busy and lazy. You're like I have just enough energy, and I'm gonna spend it keeping my son occupied and or not bopping his head on something and or fed. Uh, it's, it's it's the same for for me and the same for Rosa. We're just like we we have just enough energy to keep him out of trouble. But beyond that, it's like oh. I don't know. <laughs> I'll give you what I got. <laughs> Everything else is just adrenaline. <laughs> get to work today. Oh, yeah, it's Monday. It's an ass-kicking day. I'm like, I, I feel like crap, but okay, let's just get to work. I got to get the skills to pay the bills. <laughs> uh, I, I wish I could come on here and tell more stories about work, but I, I really shouldn't. <laughs> Like like I like I told someone last week I I have or I, I think I say I say this periodically here on the sh- on the show and uh, let's just say it again uh, I have learned more 
and uh, almost, I guess it's been what, two years now. I, I'm not sure this pandemic year felt like five years, but I, I, I've been working at this uh, video game distributor now. I, I guess it was, uh, when were things normal? Was that 2019? <laughs> the last time things were quote unquote normal. So that'd be a, oh, like two and a half years I've been working for this, uh, this video game distributor or two and a half. Almost, oh, it's, it's coming up on three. Uh, the, the, this uh, this holiday season, I, I've worked for this video game store. I, I have learned more in these all, nearly three years than I did in seven years at Nintendo. I learned a lot of things at Nintendo, but the inner workings of, of the video game industry, I have learned so much more just from working for this major video game distributor. Uh, uh, as his, as is Alexander Hamilton, I am his right hand man. Uh, the, the things I, I've learned, even stuff about Nintendo themselves. I've, I've learned so much about EA and, and Activision and Ubisoft and, and even smaller publishers. Like, you know, or here, here's something I feel like I, I can freely share. There is a publisher in England that is just cranking out games like on a monthly basis that they're the um they're the i think i've talked about this before in the past that the, the, the publishing middle class has disappeared it's either your activision and ea and you put out maybe three four games a year at most or you're an indie game developer and you're cranking out small games at a maybe faster pace or there's a lot more there, there's no middle ground there's no middle class of of games like your your licensed games you're, like all the stuff that I've been playing on on our YouTube channel and and on our gaming page, like this, like 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 your Lord of the Rings, your Everything or Nothing, your you're the Punisher, like Hulk and Ultimate Destruction. Uh, there, there there's no like middle ground anymore. Everything either has to be a triple A title or an indie game. But th there's this publisher called Merge Games in, in the UK. They are putting out that middle ground stuff. That's like it's not an indie game. But it's not AAA. It's right in the middle, right in that wheelhouse, coming out for a, for, for a, a, a better price than your usual games. They they they, they put those out for, the, the depending on what level game it is, for yeah, forty to fifty bucks. And they they just cranking them out, and then we work with them. We we do their American distribution here in America. That, that was a redundant sentence. American distribution, it's either they're into, we do their American distribution, full stop, or their distribution in America. <laughs> uh, sometimes I, I talk circles around myself. My wife, it, it, it occurred to her today when she heard me telling old GameStop stories to one of the other managers. She's like, you talk a lot and you talk fast. I'm like, We've been married for two years. You you know this, <laughs> but it's I I think she felt like I only did it to her, but she she realized I do it to everyone. <laughs> I talk rapidly and I talk with a lot of words. I use twenty five words when five would do, but if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't be a podcaster, <laughs> or I wouldn't be able to podcast on my own as I've been doing now for ever since Tiger was born. <laughs> For now, twenty months now. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's funny because uh, honestly, I, I, there was uh, there wasn't much in the there's nothing like significant in gaming news right now. At least not to me. I, I, I've been checking the websites. There there isn't. Much, I mean, nothing with any meat on it. I mean, I could sit here and I get to do my usual talk smack about Nintendo. Apparently, they they 
they hurt a Smash Brothers tournament because a Smash Brothers tournament was trying to <laughs> run a tournament using a, a, a modification, which uh, if there's anything that gets the blood flowing in a Nintendo lawyer's penis, it's freaking modifications to Nintendo games publicly in a tournament. Oh no! Here comes the Nintendo lawyer ninjas. They just poof, poof out of nowhere. It's like, like instead of like a ninja, like poof, and there's a log. It's like poof. There's a cease and desist letter on the ground. It's like what the hell? Nintendo ninjas were here. There's a cease and desist here. <laughs> so. It, it, it just, uh, it, it's comedic to me. It's like that. The, all, all these, like the, 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 it's it's primarily the Smash Brothers community, but I think there's a lot of gamers who still just don't understand that they're not dealing with an American company. They're dealing with a Japanese company who they don't give a fuck about the why. <laughs> they don't care why you're doing it. <laughs> you're fucking with the end user license agreement. And that that is unforgivable for them. They they, they, they don't care. It, it could be for a fucking charity. It could be something to fucking cure fucking cancer. But if you fuck with their rules, they will end you. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they just show up. They're like, here you go. Poof. Cease and desist. They will just... They don't go, fuck, man. No, seriously, I was, I was there for seven years, man. And the only thing worse than a Nintendo Law Ninja is a Pokemon, because they, 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 it runs independently of Nintendo. The, 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 the whole world of Pokemon, it, doesn't, it does not fall under the, the strict purview of Nintendo. They, they, they have their own law. <laughs> don't fuck with them. Hell, Nintendo can't internally fuck with them. I, I learned that when I was working there. That's why. That's why you go on eBay and you see uh, Pokemon demo cartridges. That's, they're worth so much more because they try to keep that shit on locked, locked down, locked down. We got in trouble, trouble if we didn't turn back in Pokemon cartridges. Lucky for me, there were several they couldn't track. Everything that was tracked was returned. If, if if it was something that was not tracked, who knows where those went? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it, it's fascinating. I, I I wish I had I, I wish I had a good Nintendo legal story for my time there, but I, I uh, either I can't remember. Or I I just didn't. I just don't have one on hand. But what I do have on hand, <laughs> I have a lot of, I have some good GameStop stories. Like the the, the couple I was telling my coworker, like yeah, you know, what? Uh, I've been again busy, lazy, and uh, I've I've been meaning to make these short videos for the YouTube page. You know, it's like kind of mix it up because you know it's it's just been nothing but uh, straight gaming videos for the last you know few months. And it's like, oh, I, I was going to sit down because I, I, I did those Dre's Geek Philosophy Bites and that was all kind of in service of the of the contest that, that we ran and uh, that there's no there's no money in the budget for another contest. <laughs> I did the one contest. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> the, the, the winner finally picked out his game and that's going to get shipped out at some point, hopefully this week. 
uh, maybe after payday. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I just lost my train of thought. I was telling stories of of the the, the, the terrible things I, I saw and did, but I, I kept meaning. Oh, so the the content. See, I just I. See, I, I ran myself through several tangents and my brain was like, where did I leave off? That's at old age. I used to be able to just keep track of my tangents so easily. I'm like, Jai, you know, you worked with me back when my brain was much sharper, when I, I had the entire inventory of a, of a, of a GameStop ma- mapped in my head. And that way I knew when you took Wade Hickson's Counterpunch and Sean Hornbuckle took Risk Total Domination. I, I knew when you guys did. I just didn't have proof. <laughs> I just knew you guys did it. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I, I didn't have a smoking gun. I just knew. <laughs> it's like, these fucking things keep showing up on the title on hand. <laughs> you motherfuckers didn't have the fucking presence of mind to remove from fucking inventory. <laughs> if you're going to fucking steal, be fucking smart about it. <laughs> so I, 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 was, I, I was regaling one of the other managers. Not, not my direct supervisor, but one of the other managers. Uh, of stories of the, the chicanery that I dealt with. Uh, more more specifically, me, me being the, uh, the I was I, I was an assassin. I got so many people fired when I worked for GameStop. It was just uh, it was wrong, but also right. Which my my wife always attributes to me being a Libra. Like I, <laughs> youth is wasted on the young. It is. I, <laughs> youth is wasted on the young. Uh, Daniel Wong. That is correct. Uh, so I, I was telling, <laughs> yeah, Jai. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's right. Okay, go, go, go. Caress your 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 copy of Wade Hickson's Counterpunch <laughs> for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> so GameStop Assassin. Yeah, it was just that. That's what it was. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you got them past me. I knew they were gone. I didn't have evidence to pin it on you. Not unlike a certain uh, store manager who took over our store, so. Like I said, I, I had meant to do these as separate YouTube videos to put them up, but I just, again, busy slash lazy. So let, let's tell the story of how Dre inadvertently became a store manager himself. So myself and Mr. Jai T. Polidor here, we were assistant managers at GameStop number 1010. That would have been the Montebello Town Center, as it was known way back then in 2004. To, to give you a, a time and space for this. This is the summer of 04. Myself, Jai, and our, our, our cool manager, Sean, uh, he, he saw the writing on the wall, the way GameStop was re- was just churning. I guess that, that would be the correct term. They would churn through managers. And, and, and Sean knew, right, this whole thing's fucked. It's time for me to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He, and Sean could sweet talk his way through our previous district manager, but then that lady moved somewhere else, and they gave us this other district manager who was kind of a dick. And uh, so Sean uh, got himself. I think he he left to go work at Lowe's. I believe was he, he, he was like, I'm gonna go be a manager at Lowe's. I'm out of here, guys. Good luck. He leaves, and they gave us this new guy who who shall. EB versus GameQuest versus GameStop? Yeah. It's funny you mentioned GameQuest. <laughs> the company I work for 
podcast a long time ago. So uh, when I worked there, I think, uh, well, the first time I worked there in 2001, it was a software, etc. After the EB had closed down and they turned it into a software, etc. Then they rebranded, they remodeled it and turned it into an actual GameStopo in uh, 2003. Uh, When I was there in 2004, it was a fully, a full-fledged GameStop. So, uh... Sean, Sean left, and we, we got this new manager who shall remain nameless. I, I think, I think his best friend is is, is still Facebook friends with me. <laughs> and uh, so this guy came, and he he worked at the he worked at another store. He he was one of the quote unquote best managers of the district. He he was the best. He 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 got blood from a stone. He he was able to produce great numbers in in the ghetto. I believe that the store he was at was was the Maywood store, which. And uh, he 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 got great numbers. He was he, he was amazing. He was he was gonna come and take over our little store, ten ten, and and turn it around, so to speak. Because uh, a mall store, it was very difficult to get these mythical numbers. So uh, for for those of you who haven't worked retail, uh, before GameStop was a publicly traded company, it was actually a quite enjoyable place to work at. Uh, the first time I worked there in two thousand and one, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as horrible. Uh, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't horrible the first time I worked there it, the, the, it wasn't all about getting reservations and subscriptions I mean they wanted you to get them but there wasn't a gun uh, an invisible gun pointed to the back of the head of every employee as it, as it became from 2004 onward uh, I, I, after it became a public company it became very unpleasant to work there and in many cases unpleasant to shop there they they uh, before uh, in, in, in the olden days, I remember my mentor Rolando would tell us, like, oh, if your store got ten reservations and ten subscriptions in one week, you were considered a good store. Oh, good, you're doing very good. After GameStop became a, pub- a publicly traded company and had to answer to shareholders, when you when you do that, you have to have metrics to show Wall Street and investors that you're constantly quote unquote growing. So it went from ten and ten a week to ten and ten a day was the well, that was the goal. You should be getting one reservation, one subscription every hour that you're open, even on a Tuesday morning where no one's at the fucking mall. <laughs> so yeah, needless to say, we we struggled at this when when we when it became the the, the new numbers or the the quote unquote GameStop circle of life. That that was the. Uh, the nom de plure of, the, of this horrible program, which would constantly like rear its ugly head every time I worked there. Because the, the, to summarize, the circle of life is you you sell someone a new game, or you get them to pre-order a new game, and they go home and play that game, and they bring it back and they trade it in. Therefore, you make a trade in, and you get them to take that trade in money to pre-order a game, and oh, and there the cycle continues. Like oh, buy the game, trade it in. Reserve a game. Oh, buy that game. Trade the game. So, reserve a game. Now that was the quote-unquote circle of life. Get them to get a subscription, and that'll get them to come back more because they'll get more money for their trade-ins and so on and so forth and bullshit and bullwong. So, what happened was so this 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 new guy he he was good at getting numbers. That that was his he he was good at it. 
uh, and what I discovered over the course of two weeks. The reason he was good at getting numbers is because he was literally cheating. He was tricking people. He, his little t he had little tactics that I guess worked really well over in Maywood. It's a, I'm sure, uh, as I, as I uh, tastefully told my my. Uh, my, my, my boss, when I was uh, one of my bosses today, when I told him the story, I was telling him, well, it's kind of easy to hoodwink uh, a lot of my people if they don't speak English. Because <laughs> uh, what this guy, would, I, I watched, I worked several shifts with this guy, uh, who shall remain nameless. Uh, Jai, you know who it is. Ugh, of course, this motherfucker. <laughs> Jai may or may not have said the name in the comments. We'll call him Mike. Yes, we'll call him Mike. This motherfucker, I watched uh, the, the, the first time I saw him do it, someone came up and they bought an Xbox game. I, I forget what game it was. It, that, that's not important to the story. And, and he tells the guy, I'll give you $5 off this game right now if you pre-order, I think at that time it was Halo 2 was the big one. Now that was going to come out in the November of 2004. And I was like, I was taking it back. I'm like, huh. That's a promotion I'd never heard of. He's just going to take five bucks off a brand new game. <laughs> you kept his last name out of it. Uh, that's fair. We'll call him Mike. So he's he, he, like, this person's coming up, bought, you know, buying a brand new Xbox game. He's like, I'll give you five bucks off this game if you pre-order uh, Halo 2. And, the, and of course, like a, any reasonable person is going to be like, oh, sure. So... What this guy would do, it's like, it, it didn't affect this, whatever this person was paying. Hell, they, they paid a little less in tax. Instead of walking out 54 11, they they walk out like 53-something. This guy, he would take he would do a discount on the game, $5 off, and then he had a $5 reservation. So the person is still just paying the same amount of money, but he just created a reservation out of thin air. Whether or not this guy would come back and pre um, actually pick up the game, who knows? Uh, n needless to say, that was uh, not good. That's not not what you're supposed to do. Huh, how's T? Is he down or? Okay, Tiger is asleep. Everyone, Tiger is asleep. And so I watched this whole thing happen. I was like, huh. And I kind of just made a mental note. I'm like, so this guy does some shady shit for numbers. Understood. Oh no! This was I'm telling some old, an old GameStop story. It was like the the the, the story I was a half telling to to Cal today. Oh yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, I I see what you're doing. And so like uh, later on, I think later on that 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 same first week, uh, GameStop had this promotion where it was like, oh, if if they had any because uh, they 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 used to take in DVD movies. And uh, oh, if we had if any of our DVD movies were missing the uh, the cover arts or their original. Uh, their original art or original case, uh, it, you can take a 50% 50, 50 off the price. So th this guy, Mike, uh, his wife came in and they grabbed a whole bunch of movies off the, uh, off the rack. We had, a, we had a bunch of good ones. Um, and they were full and complete. These were full, complete, C I, uh, in, as collectors would say, CIB, complete inbox. And uh, he, he rung up his wife and he gave all these movies the missing box discount. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, uh, Mike, um, I think that discount's only for the ones missing uh, the movies. Oh. Names 
I it was nameless until Jai T. Polidor said his name. <laughs> um, and Jai's like, I kept his last name out of it. So we're just calling him Mike. Mike Hawk. <laughs> yes, it's Mike Hawk. <laughs> Good old Mike Hawk. <laughs> Damn it. Freaking Facebook closed. <sighs> I, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Let's, okay, well, the audio's still going. I don't know if anyone listening to this I've been apparently we're getting a lot more listeners so thank you for all the all the bots out there that listen to my podcast there's a lot more bots now listening to the podcast and we appreciate you bots yeah beep boop bop I just uh, sometimes I just assume it's just a bunch of, bunch of Russian bots listening to the podcast trying to get information about America and all they're getting is a bunch of stupid nerdy shit <laughs> America video games. Part two, because my phone hates me. This is why I never post the podcast on YouTube anymore, because it's all split up in parts. When we're back. We're back. Yeah. I think I, I left off. Uh, uh, welcome back to Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. We had a. We left off on Mike Hawk. <laughs> Thank you, wife. Well, we're going to test it right now to see if me saying Mike Hawk over and over it was what caused Facebook to close on me or if it was just my phone being a piece of shit. Or the the Facebook app. I don't know which it is. I hope we get back. Our we we had Jai and Daniel and Damon watching us live. We'll see if it catches up in thirty seconds for them. But this guy was having his wife just he cleaned out a bunch of our good DVDs and gave himself an extra fifty percent off on top of his employee discount. Huh? Oh yeah, no. This guy was. Uh, well, welcome back, Daniel. Thank you for coming back. This guy. Oh yeah, no. So he he he's. Uh, He's doing discounts on games to, to give get people to pre-order. He's, he gave himself huge discounts. And then my, my favorite part was uh, at the end of one of the shifts, yeah, yeah, Mike Hawk blew up my internet. There you go. <laughs> Credit to Daniel Wong on that one. So we were finishing up a shift. It was uh, I, I, I was I did a closing shift with this new this new store manager. And he goes and he grabs a couple of Xbox games. He gets a full spectrum warrior. And this other, like, kingdoms of something or other. And he takes these two games and he just sticks them in his backpack. And I go, hey, Mike, uh, are you sure you want me to, don't want me to, want me to sign those out for you? Because, you know, we, we could, you know, GameStop, we could borrow games, so to speak. Usually it's supposed to be where we borrow the used ones, not the brand new ones. Mm-hmm. We, could, we could borrow them and play them. He was your manager? He was my manager. He, he had just become, he, like, Sean, white boy Sean had just quit because he, he knew GameStop was going to fire him or treat him like shit in the near future. So Sean wisely got out of Dodge. And this new guy who came to replace Sean was an epic piece of shit. Um, and so he sticks a couple games in his bag. And I'm like, hey, Mike, uh, sure you don't want to sign those out? And he's like, oh, don't worry. When you work for me, you can just borrow games whenever you want. And you don't have to sign them in, in out. I'm like, oh, very interesting. Good to know. Mental note. I've been making several mental notes. 
throughout this week and a half or so I was working with this guy. And so I, I call Mr. Jai T. Polidor and I go, we need to call the hero line immediately. It's like, we need to call, this, this is what the hero line is for, they need snitches. But Jai being Jai is like, I ain't no snitch. Snitches get stitches. That's what a cow was telling me. He's like, oh, you're a snitch. You're a snitch. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm a snitch. If I say nothing, then I am complicit. Then I am also unemployed very soon. <laughs> so I was like, Jai, we got to do it. I mean, but then, you know, oh, this guy's like the, the district manager. Oh, he's the best manager. He's like his freaking, he's the best dude. Oh, is my district manager going to come after me? Is there going to be retribution for me getting this guy fired? That was my big concern. <laughs> oh, Matt Hamlin chiming in via messenger. Yeah, call Pepe Rodarte. Yeah, that's right. Pepe Rodarte for store theft. Oh, that was one of the GameStop guys. So I was like, we were kind of like me and Jaimer. I was in the parking lot of the McDonald's right by the of the uh, of the mall, and I was like on the phone with Jai. I'm like, Jai, we got a call. And Jai's like, No, I can't. I'm like, Leave your. Just, all right, fine. Don't say your name, Jai. I just need you to support me on this. They can't have just one rogue person. Hey, we need both assistant managers to call in and say, Yo, this dude is freaking doing this kind of. And I found out after the fact. He told one of the other employees, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get rid of Dre and Jai. Yeah, I'm like, you want to be my new assistant manager? I got to get rid of those guys. Those guys aren't going to work out for me. I'm sure, especially me, because I was just like... And so I, I, I called the hero line. Oh, back to you guys here. I called the hero line. And I, I told... Because I, me being me being who I am, I uh, when, when, when Mike wasn't looking, I went through the computer and pulled up all the transaction logs. And I wrote down in my little notebook... <laughs> every transaction that he was doing some suspicious ass shit on because that that's who I am I'm a goddamn detective and uh I I gave them all the information I was on the phone with this with this uh, person from uh, you know human resources and uh yeah I, I turned them in and then uh, uh like a day or two literally it was like a couple days later I walk into work and there's a different manager there. And I think that they, they're actually supposed they're 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 supposed to be having an all manager meeting in the mall that day. They had all all the store managers had to come to the Montebello Mall. The the, the the district manager had 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 rented out one of the uh, one of the empty store spaces in the mall to do an all an all manager meeting. And I, I guess um uh, the the HR officer wh whoever it was at the time that they they had these HR dudes or, or, or I, I'm sorry the loss prevention <laughs> oh because because this guy was snatching game I mean, of course I mentioned the, the two games that he quote unquote borrowed uh, <laughs> he they had to bring him uh, they brought they brought in the loss from the local loss prevention officer I forget uh, which one it was at the time it was a a guy named Richard and, and there was another guy named a uh, Eric, I, I became very good friends with Eric. <laughs> he and I were were, were best buddies <laughs> throughout the my time at at GameStop. Uh, and then uh, I was like I was like I showed up during the manager meeting and I'm like oh there's another manager in our store there's this other guy named Steve. And I'm like oh Steve what what are you doing here? He's like Mike's not gonna work here no more. I'm like oh. It, uh, me being the, the horrible liar that I am <laughs> I'm like oh what happened what happened to Mike <laughs> guilty <laughs> but uh, of course I was also very worried I'm like oh shit they're gonna come get me 
they're, they're gonna come get me they're gonna find me they're gonna find out it was fucking Dre fucking Dre stabbed Mike in the back <laughs> nope they, they never came for me because like later on that, that same that same day uh, the, the the district manager came and he, he he got me and he took me into the back room of the office I totally thought I'm like well this is it Dre this is the the, the revenge for uh for, for, for getting his dude fired, and he took me in the back room, and he's like, well, Dre, uh, <laughs> oh, Matt's chiming in, I, I, I'm not even giving that dude any time of day, I know, I know you, you and Jai like that dude, but fuck that dude, <laughs> in particular, and the district manager pulls me into the back room, and I was like, oh, fuck, here it comes, he's like, well, Dre, uh, uh, Mike's not going to be the managing here anymore. I'm like, okay. And so, oh, sidebar. So I foolishly thought they were going to let me run the store. <laughs> I was like, oh, let me run the store. I, I, I should be running the mall store. I know what I've been here for a year and a half. I know what, I know what's up. I can run this motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, Mike's not going to run the store anymore. Uh, we're going to move Steve over here. But that means that that creates a, a a vacancy over at a over at Rosemead. So I'm here I'm I'm here to offer you the the, the Rosemead store. And I was like, oh, cool. Uh, couldn't I just run 1010? <laughs> Can I just run Montebello? It's like, oh no, you're young. So keep in mind that this time I was it was 2004, so I was like 24, turning 25. So yeah, no. It, it, I foolishly thought at the time, like, no, I want to stay here. I have the staff. I, 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 this is my staff. These are my people. I've been the system manager here for a long time. I think I can run this motherfucker. No, it was good that I got moved the fuck out of there because that, that store just it was a fucking albatross. Rosemead was a different kind of fucking albatross, but at least we got to have fucking fun there. <laughs> and uh, no, and that, and then that's how I became store manager. <laughs> And then and Jai and Matt, uh, I think it was like the next day before the, the big transfer happened, I believe uh, they, they, they did a whole, uh, they, they did the Starbucks. They're like, Dre, 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 Dre. <laughs> it's like a Starbucks commercial at the time, I think. <laughs> You're going to become store manager, Dre. And, and I, I got moved over to, uh, to to the Rosemead store, and I had to take over that place. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I get a fresh start. I have a uh, get a brand new staff. And then uh, and then the district manager goes, oh no no, you gotta take Jai with you. And at that point in time, I, I was like, Jai drove me insane. I was like, I didn't want to work with Jai anymore. No no, uh, Jai he is my best friend. But as I've said before, to his face and on this podcast, the wonderful friend. Horrible coworker, <laughs> and uh, then I, I told uh, I, <laughs> I told uh, the the district manager, "Oh no, I can't take Jai. No, you like he he can't stay with me. <laughs> I, I don't want him. He can stay here at the mall. He he loves being at the mall. He'll 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 be miserable at Rosemead. He, he loves looking at hot chicks all day. Or he he just loves staring out staring out into the mall at, the, at all, all the young ladies." And he's like, well, if you don't take him, then Steve's going to fire him. Well, when you put it that way, I guess he's coming with me. <laughs> and uh, I had a, I, me and Jai, we, we transferred over to Rosemead. And then uh, 
the, the, the guy Steve, he had, he had just only been there for like a week or two at Rosemead himself because that manager moved to Baldwin Park for whatever reason. They had just opened a brand new Baldwin Park store and they had promised it to, to that manager, this uh, white boy named Ryan. Uh, I guess he, he wanted that new store because it, it would be an easier commute for him to get to Baldwin Park than to get to Rosemead for whatever. And uh, so that guy moved up from here. <laughs> this Jai remember Sunglass Hut girl? I don't know. Jai, I don't know. I know Jai used to just stare out in, in, at what's in front of us. I don't know. How, I don't know how much walking around Mr. Jai T. Polidor did of, of checking out ladies at the mall. Uh, but uh, Sunglass Hut girl. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I, that's like that, that sounds like a legend I should know about. But so me, me and Jai moved over, and then I eventually just started bringing over everybody from the store because that 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 guy Steve was just a jerk, and then he's like he's like I don't care, I I wanted to hire brand new staff anyway. You can take whoever you want. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's bring over, let's bring over Matt. Let's bring over. Oh, because we had to bring over Matt because literally my my. I think it was like my third day or my fourth day. I had to fire the other assistant manager who was there at the store. <laughs> like uh, I, I had, I had to end two motherfuckers within two weeks. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> so I end up bringing over Matt, bringing over uh, Jenny, bringing over Andy. I, I brought over almost anyone who who was who who didn't want to quit and who wanted us to keep going. I'm like, all right, come on over. This is the life raft for our old staff uh, at old ten ten. And then I remember it was funny too because uh, the, the, this is this asshole of a manager, this other asshole of a manager, Steve, uh, came over. Nah, Matt, you are not the worst ASM ever. You did not sit in the store trying to burn Xbox games all day. <laughs> I'll explain that one in a minute. <laughs> uh, so I brought everybody over. <laughs> I just met GameStop two two five seven was AKA ten ten. <laughs> that, that, that that the store number. I, I brought everybody over. We we we. I, that was the life raft for all of my for all of my old staff. And we we. That's still too loud. Still too loud. I'm still too loud. Sorry, everyone. And so. Okay, let's tell the story of poor old Ron Stoppable. So me and Jai, we move over. There's this 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 this, this ASM. So the the cool AS, the, the ASM I knew, this guy named Russell. He had to he moved over to the mall with Steve. So I was left with this other guy named Ron. And so I'm like, okay, I I, I did the the shitty GameStop manager thing. He had no idea who the fuck I was. So I walked into the store and I print and I pretended to buy some games I just wanted to see how like, hey, this, this is what uh, you know this is what shitty GameStop managers do and I was a shitty GameStop oh well uh, deceptive I was deceptive I was devious I, I needed to see who I was dealing with because he, he had no clue who the fuck I was he didn't know he was dealing with his brand new store manager I, I walked up I grabbed some GameCube games there was a buy two get one free and I, and I bought these three GameCube games and I walk out, put them in my car, and then I walk back in. I'm like, "All right, cool, you passed." He's like, "Huh? Hey, I'm Dre. I'm your I'm your new store manager." He's like, "Oh, what the fuck? You you just did that kind of secret shop thing on me?" I'm like, "Man, I I had to know who you are. Like, if you knew who I was, 
and I asked you to, do, to, to help a customer, you're going to go out of your way to be disingenuous. But, you know, you, you, you're on it. Cool. I'm like, that's fine. You're, 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 you, we're fine, Ron. You, you passed. You did good. And so I was like, all right, cool. And I'm like, no. And then I had him drive me to the bank and whatever. It's like we, we, we were just, you know, I was getting to know him. He's a little punk rock guy. He's a, he's a very, you know, alternative dude. And I was like, all right, cool. No worries, Ron. It's all good. And so I told him, don't worry. I'm not Steve. I'm pretty laid back. I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't run a, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't run a prison. This is a game store. We sell video games. So let's, let's have some fucking fun. It's like, I, I like to have a fun environment. If the fun environment infects the customers and the customers are happy, happier customers, they want to come back. That, 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 that's the whole point of this whole video game thing. And so, all right, cool. He, he, he sees I'm a laid back manager. All right, cool. And it's funny because like the, I think the following day was like my day off. And then I, I happened to be, I happened to go to Fry's. I was going to buy some, I'm sure I was buying some sort of uh, movie. And I run into Ron there. I'm like, oh, Ron, what you doing here? Shouldn't you be uh, at the store? And I, I, I forgot. I think Jai had been opening. <laughs> I think Jai was opening the store and then Ron was going to close. But he was there in the, in the morning, I guess before his shift. And he was picking up, oh, that's a big hard drive. He had bought whatever was whatever was considered a big hard drive back in 2000 and uh, like I said 2004. So it was probably like 150 gigs or 200 gigs, some big ass hard drive. I saw he was holding. Well, that's a big ass hard drive, Ron. That's a lot of porn. <laughs> so little I know he he was gonna. Well, I, I get to find out the fate of this hard drive here. <clears throat> Follow me here. So the the next day I go and I think Ron was Ron had opened. And I walk in and I, I see an Xbox on the uh, on the counter, and, uh, and I see, oh, hey, what's going on with that Xbox, Ron? Oh, oh that, that's my Xbox. He goes, also at that time, GameStop was taking everything. Like I had mentioned earlier, you could trade in DVDs. Oh, you could also trade in music CDs. And so Ron explained to me that he was, uh, you know, burning his entire CD collection onto his Xbox, that hard drive that I saw. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, as long as this is not interfering with your job, with with, with your responsibilities, that that's fine. I, I'm I'm like, like he's taking care of customers. I, like, honestly, there's a lot of downtime when you're working at the GameStop, so I didn't have a problem with this. I'm like, oh cool, you're back. He's backing up his CDs and he traded all his CDs into the store anyway. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I I saw this. I was like, okay, cool. That was feeding trade-ins into my store. No problem. The, the, I had no issue with this. And uh, unfortunately, poor old Ron, I don't know if he saw this as a green light. Oh, Dre's okay with piracy. <laughs> so the following uh, Sunday, uh, the following Sunday, uh, we, we, were, we were doing the store inventory. Like, it's like, oh man, first weekend, and I got, we got to do a fucking store inventory. So Ron worked all day, so it was going to be... Me, Jai, and then the rest of my crack team here. We're gonna we're gonna scan everything in the store. And uh, so uh, we come in late afternoon, you know, on a Sunday night. And uh, I look over, and I saw oh, the Xbox there, and I see the Xbox open up, and it's a uh, FIFA 2005. And I was like, huh, that's not good. 
and I see him, you know, take FIFA 2005 out, put it into the drawer, and then pull out whatever the next F game was. He pops it into his Xbox, and it starts doing its thing. I guess he, he, he had programmed his hard drive in his Xbox. He was burning all the games <laughs> onto his fucking Xbox. I was like, God damn it. That's not good. I don't like this. I go into the back room. I, I call my mentor, Rolando. I get him on the phone. I'm like, God damn it, Rolando. Well, actually, I don't think I said God damn it. He's a holy man. And I tried not to say those things around. He, 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 he's, very, he's very firm in his beliefs, so I tried not to blaspheme around. I'm like, damn it, Rolando. My damn new ASM is burning fucking games in the goddamn store. I was like, I'm going to have to fire him, aren't I? <laughs> and Rolando's like, yeah, that, that's really bad. If he had just done this at home, if he, if, he had, if he had just been patient and not brazen enough, if he had just checked out a game every day, if he had been less greedy, he could have gotten away with this. But no. Poor old Ron Stoppable had to be stopped by Dre. He, ha he had, his greed overtook him, and he had to bring his fucking Xbox to work and fucking burn our entire fucking, ex or, or he was intending on burning our entire fucking Xbox library into his fucking hard drive. So, uh, one quick call to my new best friend, Lost Prevention Eric. <laughs> and then the next day, they came on down, they took Ron into the back room, and they fired Ron. And I, like... <laughs> I, that, that, that wasn't that, that wasn't on me. That that again. Is, this was theft. <laughs> he was stealing from the company, and I was without an assistant manager again. <laughs> like, damn it! <laughs> and that's how we're. And, uh, Matt, who who's watching, uh, I'm, I'm assuming he he he's facing some sort of Facebook ban. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the Xbox was basically just a PC. <laughs> All these Xboxes, Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, they're all just fucking PCs masquerading as a console. If, if, you, if you're tech-savvy enough, you, you can turn them motherfucking... You just install whatever freaking OS you want on there, install Linux or whatever, and just go to town. <laughs> Write some programs to burn everything onto there. <laughs> uh, Daniel, I'm sure you could probably find one. <laughs> Dude... With, with, with the way everything has been, with with, with everything has been uh, been shrunk, the microization, whatever. I, I, I forget. There's a, there's a better term that I, you see again. My brain doesn't work anymore. Everything miniatures. The, the the way miniaturization has happened. Like I've seen this with a with a Dreamcast, where someone literally put in a a tiny little hard drive into a Dreamcast, and it just has all the Dreamcast games on it. You can just play. Dreamcast and a bunch of other systems just because you know you turn it into a freaking well like one of those mini consoles you just put in a freaking flash drive inside of it and just eh, have fun install everything so the, the, I had the way to fire this dude and he, he, ever, he came in the next day <laughs> fucking pri this, this was fucking priceless he came in I, I don't know if he just happened to have this t-shirt or he had it fucking made he walked into the store because he had to cancel all his pre-orders, which I knew this was coming because, you know, that, that's, the, that's another easy way to cheat. He's like, oh, just pre-order a bunch of shit yourself. Just put it all under your name or put it on some fucking pseudonyms. 
or whatever. You just hide a bunch of reservations. You you, you literally invest your own money. You know, wait till the, the game comes out and you quietly cash out the money and put it back into the system. There was a couple of guys who literally put in like a thousand dollars of their own money to make their store look good and just kept re- they, they 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 were they were laundering a thousand dollars into like a bunch of fake pre-orders. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, that's an, that's another story. I, w- I I was not involved in that one. <laughs> I found out about it after the fact. It was funny because for a while, anytime someone got fired, everyone assumed it was me. <laughs> it's like I didn't do that one. I did several, but not that one. <laughs> and then this dude walked into my store to cancel all his pre-orders. He had a shirt that said, "I steal games." <laughs> Or I really I steal games or I pirate games, and I was like, "Nice shirt, Ron." I really don't feel bad at all for firing you now, because you're handling this in a very mature way. I, I mean, I didn't say that that whole part, that last part out loud, but that's what I was thinking. I'm like, and we, so we were out. We we're missing a manager, and that's where I told my boss, "Well, I had to fire Ron. I need somebody." It's like, why don't you take Matt from 1010? I'm like, well, take Matt from 1010. <laughs> and he became our assistant manager for for a good while, and we'll, we'll leave his story out of this one. But yeah, that was, that was like within two weeks, I had to take the lives, take, take, the, take the careers uh, from two people. That, 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 that was just my lot in life. It was like a, a couple months later, I, I got some an assistant manager from another store fired. Because she kept, because GameStop being GameStop back then, again, this is like 2004, right? 2005. Uh, the, the, everything was paper credits. It was all these, these like endless, endless freaking uh, receipt papers. <laughs> of like that, that, that those papers were as good as cash. That, 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 bar, that barcode scans and, uh, Oh, that Daniel Wong is funny because I I remember I ran into quote unquote Mike oh, when I was a Nintendo rep. I ran into Mike a couple times. He, he was the store manager at a Game Crazy later on, and then the last time I saw him, he was managing the the cell phone kiosk at a uh, uh, at, at at a Costco. <laughs> that was the last time I I saw him. <laughs> I I think it was it might have been the Downey Costco. I saw him and I was just like, I and I felt guilty both times. I felt bad. I was like, man, I, I took your I took your job, but you know what? <laughs> you moved on. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was you or me, and apparently you. He was coming after me, so I had to get him first. <laughs> That's why, like, I felt bad, but I didn't feel like super guilty. I I had to take uh, like it was you or me. And unfortunately, I'm going to choose me. <laughs> At that point in time in my life, I, I, I had to hang in there. Like, no, I, I thought GameStop was going to be my quote-unquote career. I, I was on track to become uh, the, the, I was on track to become a district manager until this other asshole sabotaged everything. Like, look, his performance is terrible. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, Matt chimed in. It's like, the only way you could do well in Rosemead is to cheat, and then yeah, we, 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 no, I, I, because I was assassinating all these people for doing it off the book, I had to do it by the book, <laughs> hashtag Dre sends his regards, 
I should have sent Mike some flowers. No, because remember, I, it was on the down low. People, people, people didn't know. Oh, Matt is, Matt is asking me to tell a story that I don't know. The extra hard handshake. I don't know if Jai knows this story, but... No. <laughs> okay, so... so again, so even though... Let's see, what, it's 9.22. We've been at it for 52 minutes. Okay, here, here's another one that should have been another YouTube video. So, the, the, I told this story to... So, the... So, when the PSP came out in, um, what, that was like March of 2005... My little dinky store in Rosemead. We sold a shitload of them. We sold a lot of fucking. I don't know for for whatever reason. I we we. I think I think later on in life I realized it was for fucking piracy. People were fucking doing pirate shit on it. Ha ha ha. Love how everything circles around. And so we we were selling fucking PSPs. They 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 were they were sending me two to three cases a week of fucking PSPs. It's just like boom. It was inundating me with fucking PSPs. Which you would think, hey, this is a good thing, right? I'm, I'm selling a lot of this brand new system. I, I was doing really fucking well with them. I, I found out from my district manager. My district manager comes in. He's like, Dre, you're selling a lot of PSPs. I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> Uh, Drake, you're number two in the company out of like kind of however what at that point in time was like this is prior to the EB merger, so I don't know, two thousand stores. I was number two. My dinky little store in Rosemead. Smack in the middle of Asian land. We sold we were number two out of fucking what two thousand stores selling PSPs. So again, like I said, you would think this is a good thing, right? Wrong. <laughs> This was very bad for me <laughs> because the profit margin on a brand new console is basically non-existent. This is this is this is a tale as old as NES's. You, you you don't we we sell the consoles because we want you to come back and buy games. The money is in the games. People buying games is where the money is. And the problem was, a lot of the people who were buying the PSPs from me, they were just buying the PSP. They weren't buying shit all else. Maybe they bought a memory card. They weren't buying anything else. And so, like, the way GameStop measured your success... Oh, okay. Matt's telling me the handshake story. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, your messenger. It's slowly coming back to me as he's describing it. But let me finish this. And so, the way they measure your success is it's all percentages. Because huh? the profitable, the most profitable stuff in the store is the used games. The used games is that that that's like that's been the bread and butter of the GameStop business model. You sell them a game for a dollar, they turn around and sell it for ten. You take your game that you just bought a week ago that was brand new, you paid forty nine ninety nine, and they'll turn around and give you twenty two dollars and tell you to go fuck yourself. And they turn around and sell that game for forty four ninety nine. Making a tidy, you know, twenty plus dollar profit. That was the the that's a part of the circle of life, as I talked about earlier. So <laughs> people were not my, my so they measured the percentage. Oh, what was your used percentage and what was your trade percentage? My used percentage was supposed to be at you know twenty to twenty five percent because I was selling like several thousand dollars worth of PSP which counts as brand new 
that sunk my use percentage to like 0.5%. I'm supposed to be between 20 and 25%. My store was at 0.5%. Fuck me. My trade-in percentage was like zero. Or 0.1. It was like my trade-in percentage, because everything is based off your total sales. And my total sales were through the fucking roof. <laughs> but it wasn't profitable money. It was just kind of, it was it was basically break-even money. If that. Technically, hell, the way they were shipping me PSPs, they were probably losing money on shipping. <laughs> now, now that I've been in logistics now, and now I understand... <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, Asian land is good at math, my friend. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they didn't want to buy any used games. Only bought brand new. <laughs> no, we don't buy your used games. Hell no. Nah. They they don't trade in shit. No, they they all the Asians in the Sangiro Valley, they knew. They don't know. This is a racket. <laughs> they weren't trading in shit. They weren't buying used shit. Fuck you. Fuck you, Mr. Not Yet Bald Man. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so my interest manager's like, Dre, what are we gonna do about these numbers? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, boss. The only thing I can do to stop this is if I just stop selling PSPs. And then my boss goes, Well, maybe you should. I'm like, I beg your pardon, sir. Maybe um, you should only sell like one or two PSPs a day. Sir, are you telling me that I need to lie to people? So after the, after I sell one, maybe two PSPs a day, anyone else who comes in is like, sorry, we're out of stock, come back tomorrow. Is that what you're telling me to do, boss? Because again, now we're back to, I got to choose, you or me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can't get a district manager fired at that point. <laughs> So Dre had to do what was best for Dre to pay his bills. I'm like, all right, Jai, we're only selling two PSPs a day. <laughs> I know we were selling 10 a day before. <laughs> but we're only selling two a day now. We're going to bring our ranking down from number two lower. We're, we need to get our use percentage back up to a respectable, you know, 10% away from 05 <laughs> Away from our point one trade-in. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, you see, it doesn't seem like a, a, a very good business model, right? I, this, GameStop is not a good business model. It's, it's been a, it's been exposed in, the, in these last couple of years. <laughs> Saved by being a meme stock. <laughs> now some guy from Chewy won't take my boss's calls to try to help him save his fucking company because GameStop buys a lot of fucking games from us. <laughs> That's another story. But yeah, no, I had to, for going forward. I mean, as long as like, as I, I, I don't think I was at that store much. I, I think about it. Like, it was, I was only at that store for a few months, and then they, they transferred me away. They sent me to Baldwin Park. Everything circles back around. They sent my ass to Baldwin Park, and uh, yeah, we only sold two PSPs a day. I mean, we're still selling 14 fucking PSPs a week, but I guess that was better than 30 to 40. 
Yeah, dang. Yeah, the way GameStop operated, operates, operated is just it's counterintuitive to customers. Honestly, and that's why that's why I like I, that's why I was fired twice. <laughs> well, actually, the last time I was fired because I was trying to be nice to customers, and that's why it didn't work out. I quit and left for Nintendo the second time. The first time I was fired because I was 21. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. It wasn't my fault, but it was also my fault that first time. I totally got fired, but I was like 21 and a moron. And then four years later, hey, I'm a store manager, which was really funny to a lot of people who were still around who remember the 21-year-old me who got fired. <laughs> oh, that's another good one, Matt, but we, we've already hit an hour. Uh, like I said, I could, I could sit here and tell a bunch of GameStop stories for, for a good while. Thankfully, a lot of those are still in my head. They haven't I, they haven't been lost to freaking... Uh, to, to dead brain cells. I still got them. And thankfully, I have friends like Matt and Jai here who can help remind me of stuff <laughs> from the olden days. So the, the, the story Matt wanted me to tell was uh, the, the, this district manager who shall remain nameless. I think he was with... He, he, he had left the company and he had come back and he, had, he got all the way to regional director. And uh, then I think he just he left recently because they're just because the, the ship is sinking. The, the, what this guy would do, I guess he, he always liked to... Uh, like he was a, he was a handshake guy. He he always liked to measure a person by by shaking their hand really hard. I don't know that was just his deal. And so he tried to do this to to our friend Matt. Matt is six foot seven. He's a mountain of a man. He he he, he his nickname is Thugasaur. He he has beat up groups of people by himself. So he tried to pull this stunt on on our on our good friend Matt, like a squeeze in the hand. And Matt, taking the challenge, looked him right in the eye and just kept squeezing back <laughs> and squeezing back until the, this, uh, he, he wasn't a large man, this, this ranch. He was actually rather a small man. <laughs> yeah, that was his only way to intimidate people was crushing their hands, but he got his hand crushed back by our, by our good friend Matt. <laughs> he freaking crushed this disadvantage's hand. <laughs> well, let me let me verify here. Let me... Cause I, Matt was telling me a story via FB Messenger. Let me see if I got everything right in the story. I was like trying to put it back together. Let's pop back up. Fail book over here. It was popping up on my phone here. Let me make sure we got Matt's story correct before we end here for the evening. Where is Matt here on my Messenger? Let's see. Blank tried to assert dominance by crushing your hand when he shakes. And Sean told me, don't crush his hand. So Osh pulled it on me and went extra long trying to squeeze his head. Sean and said, do it. And I tried to break his hand. <laughs> yep. See? He, he, sometimes he, he, there's always someone stronger than you. That's what I would always tell. I'm really, like, I always say that in the arcade. Hey, there's always someone better than you. You can't think you're the best because there will be there's someone out there, there's another warrior out there who's better than you. And then that day, the, the district manager ran into Matt. <laughs> oh, you think you can crush hands? Oh no, you've run into someone stronger who will break your fucking hand. <laughs> Good old blankety blank. It was fun. God, I can go on all day. I ran into this dude on my last day as a Nintendo rep. 
totally fucking random. Because uh, my, my final day as a Nintendo rep, uh, I had to go to uh, the Universal City. It was funny because I started my day, uh, I was living in Almani, and I drove out to fucking Hollywood. I went to Universal Studios. I had to go to the City Walk GameStop to go fix something. I, my boss, like, she's like, oh, Trey, it's your last day. Please don't, please go check the, the City Walk and make sure everything's okay. They said something's broken. I'm like, all right. I had, to, I had to shoot over to City Walk, and then I had to shoot back over to Orange County to finish off some Wii U project. So I, I, uh, I had to go to, oh, man, April Fool's joke. No, 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 no. This is the last story. The last story. i got to wrap it up here. I don't want to wake up the kid. So I, I shoot over, uh, so my last day as a Nintendo rep, I shoot over to Universal Studios. I go to CityWalk, and I guess that the, this disorganizer, he, he had just come back to the company recently. And I guess he was a district manager now for CityWalk, and I ran into him. I was like, oh, hey, blankety blank. How's it going? He's like, he's like, Dre, oh my god, you're the Nintendo rep. I'm like, yeah, remember, that's why I left. <laughs> I, think, I think he quit before I left. GameStop in 2005. He, he had quit to go work for CarMax or something. But he had come back and I ran into him. I was like, oh, it's funny. You're catching me on my last day as an intent. This is my, I've been a rep for seven years. Today's my last day. I'm leaving to go work for Disney. And he was like, he, he, he shined me on. He's like, oh, you're always real good. You, you, but you were too honest to work for us. <laughs> like, that, that's my problem. Oh, let's see, I almost said his name. That's my problem. I'm always too honest. You know that. All the people I got fired. <laughs> I had to get that quick dunk in. Like all the people I had to fire doing shady shit. Try to get making me do some shady ass shit. So I can keep my fucking job. But yeah, like I, I ran into that motherfucker on my last day as a Nintendo rep. I was fixing shit at City Walk and I left at it go turn around and drive to every target in Orange fucking county to go make sure all their fucking Wii U's were up and running before I quit. But that was that. That was that. Good old Orchard Supply and Hardware. That's, a, that's, a, that's an inside joke there. That's for, that's for Matt and Jai. That's what I always used to call. I, I saved everyone. <laughs> I'm just... I'm, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying hard to be a hero, you know. <laughs> I try. I, I'd like. I, I I try to be the good guy in my story. I, I'm the, I'm the bad guy in a lot of people's stories, <laughs> and I, I live with that. <laughs> I kept them all out of jail. <laughs> Dre D. Salinger. I kept them all out of jail. That's what Daniel Wong says here on Facebook Live. <laughs> I'll just I'll just saving people. Stopping! Oh, I cut myself off in this other story. The, this woman I got fired. She was stealing freaking people's money, with steal, stealing receipts and cashing them in other stores. She would flash her boobies. She she got past Jai several times because Jai's like boobies. <laughs> oh, Matt! I know I I had to fire you. And I, I I I I wasn't being the bad guy. The bad guy was the customer who. Who complained to Orchard Supply and Hardware and told and I had to and he came in and made made me fire you. Catcher in the rye, that's right. Catcher in the rye. 
See, I, 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 I know I'm not the bad guy in your story, man. No, I, that, that that one, that one sucked. I did, I did not like that one. That that was, I, I there was no getting Mike fired or getting rid of Ron. I did those because I had to, and I had I had to fire you, Matt, because I, that was out of my hands. Osh was like, "You fire him, or I fire both of you." I'm like, "Well then, I guess I'm gonna have to fire Matt." <laughs> that was out of our hands. Thank God, I went through so many goddamn assistant managers. Even before I left, right before I left, when I took over the Monterey Park store, I had a fire two people stealing from the store. Even after I left the company, a couple months after I left GameStop, I had to go in and help one of my old SGAs fire their manager. I had to go in and call the hero line for them. <laughs> my my old SGA in Baldwin Park is like, oh, this guy, he, he's just... He just runs his credit card and gets a bunch of subscriptions himself on Saturday night. I'm like, really? Okay, hang on. I still got Eric's number on my phone. Beep, boop, boop, boop. boop. Yo, Eric, can you, go, can you check a bunch of sus- sus- uh, suspicious fucking, what do I call it? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> suspicious, suspicious transactions on Saturday nights at, 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 at freaking whatever, 2716, I think was the number of that fucking. I don't know why these numbers stay in my head because I think I had to write them down at, every day when I was there. Can you check out, you know. Check out Baldwin Park and see if there's a bunch of suspicious shit there. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Alright, there you go. My like, there you go, old SGA. Uh, one last assassination. <laughs> GameStop assassin. Don't let Dre show up at your doorstep. He will take you out. <laughs> Dre will end you, GameStop people. <laughs> That's what Dre does. Dun 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 GameStop Assassin coming to a theater near you dun 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 Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, uh, make sure it uh, make sure follow us on social media. Make sure follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram at DreGP Podcast. I was wildin' on Maine on Twitter this past weekend. If you're following me, I'm sorry. I was wildin' this past weekend <laughs> at DreGP Podcast. <laughs> I say a lot of ridiculous shit on Twitter now. It's just I I'm going wild on Twitter. It's fun. <laughs> It might not make like, make sure to check to see what I'm replying to and maybe the jokes make sense. If you just look at the timeline, it might not make any sense. Uh, see who I'm following and know what, what I'm saying to them. I'm, I'm usually trying to make an original poster laugh by saying something stupid. Like I made a joke about uh, uh, the, the, the old wrestler Rob Van Dam was posting a picture of himself with a bunch of porn stars and my reply to it, so he switched from weed to Viagra, I see. <laughs> Other gems like that you can find on Twitter at DreGV Podcast. Uh, make sure to uh, find our YouTube page. All of our gaming videos are up on our YouTube page. Search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast on YouTube and go hit that sub button, please. Uh, we picked up a bunch of subs this past week, and I am very thankful. If any of you 
uh, were the people who subbed recently. I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Please keep those subs up. I will keep putting up those gaming videos of Dre struggling at old video games. It's a lot of fun to watch me struggle. It's it's actually it's delightful for me to 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 play old games and struggle at them. Uh, so again, search YouTube, search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, and hit that sub button, please. Go watch some videos. Go go like some videos. Jive uh, T. Polidor, he went and commented on one, on one of the videos from last week. He he's a recent sub to our um, our YouTube page. Uh, also, uh, at, at my wife's behest, we have several shops. If you want to support the store, uh, we have an Etsy store. Uh, search for Dre's Geek Philosophy. We have a bunch of geek art there, a lot of nerdy 8-bit art on our Etsy shop. Uh, if you know of Depop, Depop is a place where you can go find nerd clothing. We have a shop on Depop. There's a bunch of nerd clothes that I'm helping uh, my work sell. There's a bunch of nerd shirts. A search for Dre's Geek Philosophy on Depop. And uh, finally, if you're looking for some video games, search for my store on eBay. Look for SoCalClone32. That's my old online handle that I still use on, on PSN and on several other things. Uh, if you search for that on eBay, you'll see a bunch of video games that I have up for sale. Also, stuff I'm helping my work with. And finally, if you want to help support the podcast directly, if you want to help us pay for our SoundCloud like the wonderful human beings like Daniel Wong and Ryan Tanaka, we have a po- Patreon, patreon.com. Search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. And, and you know, one dollar a month, five dollars a month, however, uh, however much. If if you're willing to help support the show, we appreciate every dime. That helps pay for a lot of the back end stuff. It, uh, like I said, this helps pay for the SoundCloud, which means every single episode gets to stay up on the internet. As long as I pay that SoundCloud bill, all those episodes get to take up space on the internet. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Again, all of you who are commenting, or in the case of Matt, messaging in. Uh, thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Jai. I think I saw Warren was watching. Yeah, Warren did comment as well. Yes. Uh, James Gian was watching. Let's see who else we got. I know, I know, I know Jai was watching on the, the first, <laughs> the first video when before freaking Facebook shut down on me. Again, I have, I have to learn some video editing skills so I can splice these videos together into one video later on when I eventually start posting the podcast videos back up on the on the YouTube page, you know, and sometime in 2023. Again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next time. Have a good night. Audio listeners, hey. We really appreciate every single one of you bots listening to our show on SoundCloud. Thank you.